Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Thank you all the men of God here, all the instrumentalists, the young men and women, everyone. God bless you all. God bless you. Indeed, as Mrs. Arthur said, it's not easy standing here. <laughs> but we are standing in the shoes of our dear father. The grace here will carry us through. Amen. So the, the theme of my message is the believer's ministry to the world. Amen. The believer's ministry to the world. As believers, we have ministries to, um, to us, I mean to perform. Our ministry to God, our ministries to ourselves too. But this time we want to see, look at the ministry to God and uh, to the world. This our reading takes... Uh, it's found in Mark 16, 15. Mark 16, 15. Shall we read it for us? And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Thank you. As we know, our theme for this month is prayer, discernment, and soul winning. So... We have been instructed by God to go to all the world and preach the gospel. This is the great commission. God has instructed us to go, preach to people, and cause his uh, uh, influence to rest on this world, in this world or on the earth. And therefore, we are the ambassadors to go with this message, to make sure that God establishes his kingdom in the hearts of men. If God establishes his kingdom in hearts or in the earth, obviously we'll do what God likes. So that is why we have to go preach the gospel and win souls. So let us see who is a witness. We are going to witness to win souls for God. Who is a witness? They say a witness is a person who sees an event. You have seen the event, what happened. And then you have an evidence or proof of the event. So if we say we are witnesses, then we should see the event, what happened. And then we should have an evidence or proof of that event. What proof do we have? We as Christians. So then let's put it into our context as believers. We are witnesses of Christ. So, if you are witnesses of Christ, then what must be? We must demonstrate in several ways 
through our actions, through our deeds, uh, uh, words, and through our attitudes to show that we are true witnesses of God. Because you can't be a witness. What did you see? What have you seen about Jesus Christ? What have you experienced? Maybe you have not experienced. Then you can't be a witness. You should be, be in the position to say what it is. Jesus is this. Jesus is that. My Lord is that. I've seen him. He has done this. You should have proofs, evidence. Because when you go to the court, and maybe it's a, a, a case, they ask for witnesses. If you don't have evidence or proof, you can't be a good witness. Your, your uh, case will be thrown off or, or aboard. So, we say we are witnesses of Christ. What is showing? What have we to show? To the world. To show that we are witnesses. Is it only our talking? What evidence do we have? What have we seen our Lord Jesus Christ do? We ourselves, how have we experienced it? Then when we go, we know what to tell them. Amen. 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 So then, so what we have seen and what we have heard and what we have believed in our hearts about him, that is what we go, we send around to tell those who don't know that this is what we have seen. This is what we know. So, come aboard. Our God will do the same to you. Amen. Amen. And we cannot just stand up and say we are going to witness. We, we, we can't just go like that. There's a need for us to also prepare. We should prepare ourselves. We have to do it, but there's the need for preparation, thorough preparation, before we are able to go out and be good witnesses or sweet people for Jesus. And the first one is, we must pray before going to witness for Christ. As the, my previous uh, preachers have said, they said we should pray. They have admonished us. We should pray. Anything that we do, if we don't pray, it can never succeed. So prayer is the first. Prayer is the first. But what I've seen is this. That most of the time, we go, but we lack something. And that thing is boldness. So, when we look at Acts chapter 4, verse 29 onwards, please. Acts chapter 4, verse 29. Acts chapter 4, verse 29. Mm. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. So, 
our prayer is that we need the boldness of God. God should grant us boldness. Because sometimes when you are going closer to someone, you are even imagining, how will I be able to approach the person and tell the person that, hey, you yourself, your heart, your, sorry, your heart is beating. But then, he said, if you, when they prayed, they prayed that God give us boldness. And then when they prayed, the place was shaking. They were able to, whatever signs and wonders the Lord wrought during that time in their midst was done. And then the place was shaking. They assembled uh, and they were, the place was filled with what? They were filled with the Holy Spirit. And now they could speak with boldness. So when we are going, our prayer is that God give me boldness. Holy Spirit, filled me with boldness. Filled me with the word of God. Let me be able to uh, 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 boldly approach anyone I want to approach. And then when we do this, we can win souls for Christ. Yes. Some people, even when you are getting closer to them, they, are, they say, oh, oh, dear. oh, but a little, but then you are drawing closer. You are growing closer. You are going, oh, me pacho. Oh, dear mommy. So. <laughs> okay. So we need uh, to be bold whilst we are preaching. That's the second thing is we should get vested in God's word. Or I just, I just want to say we should study more. We should study the word of God more. Yes. So shall we read 2 Timothy uh, chapter 2 verse 15? 2 Timothy 2 verse 15. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So Amen. we have to rightly divide the word of truth. They have their own anything there, up there. They today believe in some, something. Everyone believes in God. But what is the right word of the Lord to give to them? That is what we have to present to them. That is why we have to study the word. And know what is in the word. So that when we are saying it, we will say it well. Because I remember when we were young. So the, the little boys and girls, hey, look at me. Hey. <laughs> yeah, children, listen, anytime you come, Listen to the word of God. You are also witnesses yes. hmm? to your, your, your fellow uh, friends. When we were young, there used to be, I know you know them, but I don't want to mention, they come to our homes. Yeah, so they come to our homes. Uh, in fact, I like their strategies. Yeah, yeah. If we can adapt some of uh, these things, it will help Yes, they are witnesses. They are witnesses. So, what happened is that, what happened was that they came, by then we were young. But then the little scriptures that we also knew during that time, when we went to church, and that kind of thing. And they came and they started going, in the, uh, that, uh, that uh, first, uh, John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And then that, they said, and the word was a God. Then we said, how? Oh, how a word was a God? 
And the God is small gene. So they showed their Bible to us. And we also brought our Bible. We, oh, we were young, but we argued with them serious. And, you know, since then, they never came to the house again. So when you know the word of God, you can tell them the truth about the word of God. Nobody can upset you when they bring this. You know what you have learned. You know what you have studied. So you rightly divide the word of truth. You rightly divide it. So it is important for us to get into the word before we go. I remember... The last time, uh, unforcing, and I went to uh, that man. Uh-huh. <laughs> Immediately we were, we were late. But then, when we went, he had his, you know, he was wearing an overall or something. So in my mind, I thought he, saw, he was a Muslim, seriously. But he, he had a Bible. And then when he came, uh, he, he sat there waiting for it. We were doing our... When we saw, I mean, personally, when I saw it, I knew that this one, yeah. So I, we told him that, well, in fact, we are late, we'll come later. We couldn't go back. But I told, I don't know whether you heard whether I said that, no, this one, we need a higher grace to go to. So I, I said, Nesta, we'll add a Reverend Della to our, our team too. It means that if we know the word of God well and we are able to, he quotes, we also we tell him what is in there. We don't know the kind of Bible he has, but then at least we'll be able to say the right thing. And we wouldn't need Reverend Dela or Reverend Andrew to come into this situation. Yes. So we need to really, really work on ourselves, learning more about the word of God. Then my my third thing in preparing, sorry, I'm sorry, in preparing, in, in preparing. Let's look at Mark five uh, fourteen. Sorry, Matthew five fourteen. Matthew five fourteen. Matthew five verse fourteen. Matthew chapter five verse fourteen. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Amen. We have been born again. We know Christ. Our lights. We are the light of the world. Are we shining? Are we shining? That is the question we should ask ourselves. Yes, we are the light. And they said, of the world, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Are our lights shining brightly in the way? That is the word, brightly. I want to put that word there. Because there are many lights. Uh, this light, every, there are lights everywhere. But there are differences in the what's. Is it 20 watts, 10 watts, 100 watts? And when they say 100 watts, 
It means it shines wherever you are. You see it. So if we are the light of the world, how are we shining? You yourself, as you go to witness, is your light shining for those you are going to witness to, to know that, yes, this light has come. And as you are light, you are supposed to dispel darkness. Is the light shining enough to dispel darkness as we go to preach? We ourselves, let's examine ourselves. Because we are light. How are we shining? Those around us, do they see our light? What are some of the things that we do that dampens our light? We have to think about that. Because we are going to a world of darkness where people need the light. So, if you yourself, you are a dim light, how are you going to shine? Me too. If I'm a dim light, how do I shine for others to see this light and come to the light or dispel darkness? So please, we are light. I'm a light of this world. I'm a light of this world. Yes, we know. But how are you shining? You should shine brightly. That is the focus. Amen. We should shine brightly. Our words and our actions and attitudes should dispel darkness. But if they are not dispelling the darkness, then we should ask ourselves questions. Am I shining brightly for others to see me and come? Do I sit with them to do what they do? How will you go and tell them? Change. Jesus is coming. Jesus is the light of them. How are you going to tell them all this? Because you yourself, you are not shining. And dispel the darkness in their lives. So please, let us shine our attitudes, the ways that we speak. Certain times you say, Oh, midinyanku pankrabe tunchen, would you may face you? Are we shining? Nyanku pon bayache. Our actions. As uh, Apostle said, they are fighting with that mate in the trotro. Uh, uh, oh, yes. In fact, sometimes I also do it. When they take my money, uh, my little money, uh, uh, for mommy, uh, uh, I, I won't lie. I won't lie. I won't start here and lie. So, your actions, my actions. For all you know, if I said, oh, it doesn't matter. Last doctors came and told she left 20 CDs to a, a mate. I said, ah. she said she was distracted a little, and then the mate uh, said uh, he, he, she has not given anything. I said, ah, and you didn't collect the money. 20, <laughs> 20 CDs. The only thing she said is that was that, Mama, I pray that God gives you money. <laughs> 
Mama, I pray that God, God gives you enough money <laughs> so that 20 cities will not be anything. I saw it as big money, 20 cities. <laughs> Why is they charge you about five cities? Ah, 20 cities, and you allowed them to take it. She didn't want to quarrel. For all you know, someone was in the bus who was watching. Maybe even that person knew her. So you just retaliate a little. Ah, you. What's with your crystal? You say you are. Uh, you see? And then they hold you on. How can that person, when you go back to that person for and witness to that person, the person will not take you in. So we should watch our actions. Everywhere that we are, we should remember we are the light of this world. We should remember we are the light. Otherwise, we cannot dispel darkness. People will not come because of our behavior, actions, the words, our attitude. How is that? As for attitude and behavior, they're the same. They are the same. I don't know. Please, can anyone give me the meaning of it? They are similar. Our attitudes are similar to like uh, behaviors. Okay, so so let's watch those things. And so we should stand out as believers. We are preaching. We are ministries to the world. So we should stand up and then be a beacon of hope, love, and truth. We should be a beacon of hope giving hope to the world and then showing our love and then speaking the truth all the time. When we do that, they'll know that yes. Sometimes you don't even have to just go and tell them that, oh, Jesus loves you. Jesus says he should come. No. Sometimes they will just come. Ah. For example, I read a book and a, man, a, a boy, a little a student was with a man, uh, an elderly man. But the student was not a Christian. And uh, the man always tells him, oh, about, but he doesn't want to listen. And the way he behaves to, the man decided, okay, I'll also sit somewhere and then just watch him. But then... Any good thing he had to do for this young boy, he was doing it. He even was he lays his shoes, he cooks, he does everything for that man, that boy. One day, one day, one day, he said, "This man, you bring your your religion or whatever, and let me argue with you." Oh, in his mind, and this man never, never, never said anything about the gospel to him again. But his attitude. His behavior at all. He, he loved the boy so much. He showed him some sort of love. He, his behavior. So one day, the boy, this man with all that I'm doing to him, then he asked, why are you doing this? Why? Why are you doing this for me? Then he said, go and read John, John the book of John. Thank you. So go and read the book of John. And then when he read, since then, he became a Christian. 
without his. So, as the Bible said, we are epistles being read. So, when we look at uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 3, he said we are epistles being read. So, we should live the life of Christ everywhere that we go. So, when we are going to witness, we can also say the word, but with our actions to God will draw men unto himself. Amen. And when he draws men, I'm sorry the time is ending. Can I take one minute? When he, we bring them, it's another thing. When we bring them, they will come. But we should keep them. We should be able to keep them. That is one aspect of it. You have brought the person, but you should be able to keep that person. Because God, the, the, the word of God says, our seed should remain. Give them the teachings that they need. We should welcome them very well. Visit them. Call them. Help pray with them so that they will stand firm and then their faith will not waver. Thank you. Thank you for... Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministries.